0: Alright, welcome back to the Sports MLS Club podcast. I'm your host this week, Brendan McDermott, here with Kevin Sweeney and Enzo Micucci. Hey,
1: load it up, Dot. And What's this, up? this
0: week, this week we get our first guest on the podcast, Fairfield most, Fairfield's most optimistic Giants fan, Max Emilo. Hi, everybody. Welcome.
2: <laughs> How are you doing?
0: Maxie, what are your thoughts on the uh, Giants after Monday night?
2: I think they're an embarrassment to the NFL. Oh, they're more than an embarrassment. All right, what are we doing here? What about them? Yep. Their offensive line that they've been building for 10 years. Uh, They can't seem to get it right. Not one piece of that offensive line except for Andrew Thomas. Mm. Yep. They do have a pretty
1: stacked wide receiver room. Uh, I mean, mean, one of the guys, the Blitnikoff winner. Yes, Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt. Hyatt. He's a good piece. Hodge, I mean, obviously. Hodge is very good. There's some talent on the roster, but there's just not enough to get it done. No, nah, not even close. Not think, even close.
3: I think it all stems from the offensive line, though. I mean, Daniel Jones last week sacked 22 times. Well, 11. last week 11 times. Yeah, yeah That's 22 ridiculous. This season. He was also pressured apparently 36 times yep. last week, too. Yeah. Jesus. Just um, seemed like
2: everybody was getting through. Well, exactly. also, I just want to say
1: this, too. Like, I mean, we're talking about how bad they are, but it's just you can't discount the fact that it seems like every play the Giants run, somebody goes down. I mean, there's always a guy going down with an injury. I thought, I think yeah. when they were we were watching the game, the uh, broadcast was talking about just how many injuries they're going through. So it's got to be tough in that regard too. Mm-hmm. I,
3: Kevin. I think I think if they get to say like the receivers obviously haven't been awful. Like everyone's been working, the weapons have been fine. He um, just doesn't have enough time to throw. And I think next week, I already saw reports that Andrew Thomas is already a long shot to play. Same with Saquon. But if they want any chance against Miami or against uh, Buffalo, they need Andrew Thompson and Saquon back because yeah. th- those are their mm. two best offensive players, obviously. Definitely.
2: And then um, an underrated piece that they're missing, too. They lost last game uh, their rookie center, John yeah. Michael Smith. Yeah. 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 Also crazy. a long yeah. shot to play on Sunday against the Dolphins, which is very troubling. And apparently
3: Definitely. Daniel Bellinger has a low-grade MCL strain. Um, yeah, of course. So that's that's just stuff you got to think about. I mean, obviously, like...
1: I don't want to point out anything that's going wrong with the coach, but one thing I did see in that game was just it looked like Daniel Jones and um, Dable were just absolutely ripping each other to shreds on yeah, the sideline. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it just, I don't know. It doesn't look good in New York right
2: They're now. Hopefully they can finish. figure
3: it out, but no, definitely. not in a good spot. I think Monday night was their season, honestly.
2: Yeah, I mean, the ability to be able to go 2-2, two and two, instead go 1-3 and three against probably their easiest opponent for the next two Weeks, two, three weeks. Yeah. It's just tough to lose by that extent, too. Yeah. It's crazy. No, for sure.
0: It's brutal. Mm-hmm. And uh, another uh, coach quarterback combo that has been struggling. The, uh, the Patriots. Ah, yes. <laughs> we've, yes, We've yes. seen this. Uh, it I mean, Boston this could Greece. be,
1: this could be, that this last weekend against Dallas could be the worst loss in the Bill Belichick era. I think is it that was, crazy to say? Points wise. I think, it I think was. yes, it was. It was. Yes.
0: Lost by 35 points. I mean, (laughs) we were watching
1: the game. Dallas takes the ball down the field and they get stopped, right? And they kick the field goal. So yeah. And then we look up and the Patriots are in the red zone. You're like, all right, here we go. Like we got a good spot. Um, Looks like the drive is coming together well. They're doing well, but I mean kick your field goal and that's the rest of the points you see on the board all game so Sadly. there's a lot going wrong with this team I mean obviously the offensive line kind of like the Giants is definitely a big deal and mm. that's that's definitely not a strong point and, and the weapons too I mean we have Ramondre, but like everyone is always so high on Kendrick Bourne or at least Patriots fans Juju. A, like, Juju. Juju. Yeah. I mean they're just they're not good weapons not and you know, Zeke has been kind of a disappointment, I, I would say, also. Not like you signed him to be anything special, but exactly. just kind of give you that one-two punch of Ramondre and Zeke, and it's just not really working for you. And you well, know what's crazy is they looked really good uh, week one.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Then,
2: uh, I was really expecting them to do some pretty good things, yeah. especially coming off that Cowboys loss to the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they would probably play it a little bit closer. Oh,
0: definitely.
3: That also be yeah. my part of it is that the Cowboys are just coming off An abysmal loss against a feeble Cardinals team. Yeah they just went back and they just took it all out on
0: the Patriots I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd say the Patriots are just Cowboys were a train coming down the tracks. Patriots just had no chance. No, they yeah, they were. Full exactly. momentum. And the
1: injury bug, I just want to say this too. The injury bug has kind of plagued them as well. I mean, Christian Gonzalez goes down. It's a tough so, loss. Someone else in the, the secondary one. Uh,
0: Christian Gonzalez is season. done for the season, done for the season wow. but but,
2: but the Patriots did just trade for JC Jackson, exactly. yeah, which yeah, is yeah. big.
1: Big huge. for them, but
0: you know I mean, he's got to prove him
2: playing now. Definitely. He hasn't been playing well. I don't
1: think he, he got traded to the Chargers yeah. from the right. Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, he's bad. He tore his ACL. Did he ever play a game for the
0: Pats? Yeah. I mean, the Chargers. the Chargers. Oh, yeah, he yeah, played he a did. game. He, he signed a big contract and, and just been a it big disappointment. It, yeah, it yeah. wasn't
1: looking good. So hopefully he can stem the title a little bit, but yeah. definitely going to need some help. Definitely. Um, you want to take it into the uh, predictions segment? Yeah.
0: yeah, so some predictions. We were placing the waiver wire this week. Some, some season-long predictions. We're about a quarter of the way through the season. Seen a couple games and I've got I got a season long prediction here, a little bit of a hot take. I've got the Colts making the playoffs and like Anthony Richardson lot. wins yeah, rookie of the year.
2: I like that a lot.
0: Here's my reasoning. Colts, very easy schedule coming into the year, third easiest in the entire NFL. And they only play three elite defenses the rest of the season, which is incredible. The Patriots, the Browns, and the Saints. He gets Jonathan Taylor back his best weapon. And right now, the rookie of the year race, he's plus 900. I think it's a great bet. Great bet to get him at plus 900. He has to compete with Stroud, Bijan, and Puka. And I feel like it's going to be really close. It's going to be how those teams finish record-wise in the end. And I think the Rams and the Falcons are going to slowly fall off. I feel like Cooper Cup coming back is going to really diminish Puka's role his uh, his production I think will yeah. go down without question definitely and I think Ritter is I think the Ritter Oof. experiment might be over yeah, so dun, he's, dun, definitely yeah done. I was
1: actually we're, we're going to talk about Ritter um, hmm. I know me and Max yeah a little something fun. to say about Drake London and the rest of the yes. uh, Falcons over there so we'll yeah, get into that. that whole offense is pretty bad
0: yeah I feel like Bijan he's going to be losing a bunch of those games due to Ritter's right uh, incompetence incompetence is definitely the right word yep and I feel like like Stroud is the last name left there. I, mean, Stroud, I think him we'll versus Anthony Richardson Stroud. will be a great battle. I, I think, think it's gonna be good. Goes down to the wire those two, hmm. but I think it's already gonna come down to what happens in Colts versus Texans games. Yep. And one has already happened, and the Colts pretty they put it on. They won I think 31 24 ish. They've maybe, already won. Yeah. I think the Colts can sneaky win the division, not even just get in the playoffs. Jacksonville has been very shaky they've not they have a big game against the Bills coming up yeah. in London. Yeah. They have to win that one. And yeah, I feel like Anthony Richardson's a great bet, great value. Almost getting plus 1000 for him. I think bet that now. Mm-hmm. Could return good uh good benefits.
1: I like that a lot and that's not I I mean it is a hot take, some, some would say, but I think Anthony Richardson definitely has the talent to be that kind of guy. I want to take it to um, Arizona now while we're on the topic of Cardinals. I mean, sorry, of quarterbacks that have just kind of gotten their feet wet in the NFL. Uh, Josh Dobbs, is he for real? What do you think Whoa. about that? He, let me just say, four touchdowns, which is not, not a ton, but first four games, No picks. Um, He's got a 70.7% completion rating. That's 7th in the league and only 4.1% points or percentage points under Josh Allen, the leader of the league. It's
0: Pretty incredible.
1: So, I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, we've watched a couple of his games. He looks like he can throw the ball a little bit. I mean, uh, aside from that crumble um, uh, against the Giants, I mean... Obviously, they're a 1-3 football team, though, so you mm. can't get too high on them. But, I mean, I don't think anybody expected it to be this good. Oh, that's the not. thing. Definitely Coming not. with yeah. such
3: low expectations, you play like this, like, that's, I think that's the biggest point, is that you just had no expectations in. Right. He's basically just shattering, like, these really, really low right. and poor expectations that were laid out in front of him. Um, so, if I, 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 is he for real? Could he, would he be a serviceable, like, starting quarterback on, like, a playoff team? No, I don't think so. Okay. But, he, again, he's on the Cardinals. He, he's not on a talented roster. I think he'll be good down the stretch. He'll have a good season. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows, maybe another team will see him as, like, a serviceable back, serviceable backup or, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe like the Patriots. That, yeah, or, like, that, like, <laughs> bridge quarterback sort of thing. Yeah, yeah bridge right. Of, yeah. Yeah, right. Like yeah, he a is a good boy. bridge quarterback. I like yeah, that. that's exactly. what I was going to say as well. So, th- that's what I think about Josh. I, th- I think he could, um, he could be a serviceable quarterback, though. Okay. I
2: mean, yeah. He's, that's how I view it. Yeah, he's been looking good uh, for... What they expected him to do, he's definitely exceeding those expectations. Mm. Definitely think he's still a bridge. Definitely think if the Cardinals end up in that number one drafts pick, it's the obvious choice is Caleb yeah. Williams for yeah, most yeah. any team. I mean, except if you got a franchise quarterback. Even the Giants might be fringe Caleb Williams if they end up in that one no spot, way. which mm-hmm. I could see them ending up pretty low down that. And you just the same spot. They signed Daniel Jones to that big contract. Yeah, what are they going
1: to do with that money?
2: they're gonna have to maybe trade him try to trade him but Caleb Williams generational talent Mm -hmm. I mean you see it at USC every week he's just moving around the pocket like like he knows exactly what to do like he was made for that job so I mean Josh Dobbs definitely getting back onto that topic Josh Dobbs has definitely been shattering expectations a little bit Mm -hmm. but it's not for long I don't think all
0: right all right that's fair so some uh some more predictions, Kev, what do we what do we have for
3: you? Yeah, I mean, watching this game Sunday, I I like the Commanders um to make the playoffs. Ooh, I, mean, wow, I like that. A bit of a hot take, but again, tough they're sitting division. two and two right now. I mean, tough division. Yeah, the Giants finished third in division last year, made the That's playoffs. True. I I could see them as a six and 6-7 six, seed sort of spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, they're two and two right now. Their next three games are against the Bears, Falcons and Giants, which I could easily see them going 3 and 0 in. Um, and yeah. I don't think they'd have much trouble. So, again, you're sitting at 5-2, and two, then going against Philly. And, I mean, Sam Howell against Philly played really tough against them too, you know? Yeah, no, he I did. I mean, you didn't expect them to beat Philly. They played really tough that game. And then, I mean, two weeks ago against Buffalo, I mean, that was just a terrible performance from everyone. Um, you can kind of almost, like, sweep that under the rug mm. um, versus how they played against Philly. Um, and I honestly think that if they can split with Dallas and maybe just, like, split with the Giants or even sweep them, and then grind out a few wins against tough teams like the Seahawks and the Rams. Um, I can definitely very much see them finishing with nine to ten wins and making mm-hmm. to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I also like again another point. Um, I like Eric Bieniemy. He's I think he's a great offensive coordinator. Um, as you can see, even after like Mahomes and him sort of like split up, Mahomes is still putting on great things. So
1: yeah, and I mean they put up twenty four points against the Eagles, one yeah. of the
3: best defenses in the league. Exactly. So I definitely I definitely agree with you there. Yeah.
0: Mm, it's a very frisky team. Max, what are we, what are we thinking for some uh, some bold pred- bold predictions? I got a
2: very nice. bold prediction. <clears throat> it's about a rookie wide receiver out of SMU named Rashi Rice. Ooh. I think he could emerge as the Chiefs' number one wide receiver. Mm. Um, they've been looking for that deep ball speed. Ever since they lost Tyreek, they've been missing that uh, mm-hmm. just a little bit. I mean, they had Miko, lost him too. And a lot of that speed's gone. Pacheco's looking really good. Mm-hmm. He's opening up the passing game a lot for the Chiefs, and they just need that one guy to emerge. I think it could be Rashi Rice. I, I mean, like that. Yeah, at SMU. He had uh, his freshman year, he had 403 yards. I mean, he slowed s- slow start, but comes back senior year with 1,300 yards. Um, sure, SMU's not playing the t- best talent in the NCAA, but, I mean, 1,300 yards speaks for itself, 10 touchdowns. Right. I mean, yeah. he's definitely got the talent to do it, and he was a little bit of a late, later-round pick yeah. for them. Yeah. But, I mean, he's got talent, and you see it even in the balls he's catching in the NFL right now. Mm, I
1: like it. As long as he's got the uh, the speed, I think uh, he'll be just all right, or definitely. just fine, just because, I mean, we know, we know Mahomes can load it up with anybody. Right, mm, definitely. So. Right. And
0: that Chiefs wide receiver room, there's definitely a – that wide receiver one spot is up for grabs, right? Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Kadarius. No, I mean, his performance with the Lions. It's gonna take a while for him to assert himself there. I think mm-hmm. Rashi's a good take. Thank you. Moving on to some predictions. To uh, moving on to some start sits on the week. Oh, here it and is. I'm oh, doubling yeah. down on my Colts here. Here it is. Wait, Dot. wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. Before we get into this, <laughs> I just want to ask, Dot. I think last last week you said sit both Miami running backs.
0: You want to talk
3: about that? You wanna, yeah, let's right? hear about that one. I may one. have said
0: that. I mean, I mean, listen, I'm, not, I'm not too mad about that. But Mostert got five. That's fair. Like that, that, that is that fair. I feel like
3: Devon, I also,
0: Devon got me with I mean, two touchdowns. Yeah. But, I mean, Mostert, five points. Yeah. I feel like that's not even that terrible a take, good. seeing as, didn't you say to start Jacoby Myers last year? Yeah, you're good. Did you're you get good. Get below five points? Yeah, that is true. Oh. I also
1: do want to say before we get back uh, right in this week with the start sit advice, uh, Kev told us to sit james cook and my mom actually started him so shout out to you mom helping (laughs) helping you win your week love to see it but uh let's let's get into it uh dot why don't you uh, lead it off
0: so for my start this week i've got michael Pittman jr against the titans right now he's the wide receiver 22 of the year and he's facing a very weak titans pass defense i feel like last week was a fluke against the Bengals. they only up three points but i think the Bengals are so much of a mess right now that you got to take that game out. I mean, Amari Cooper torched them when the Browns played. And I feel like Anthony Richardson is starting to really play well, starting to really go off, assert himself. Uh, Michael Pittman, he's the number one receiver. He's ninth in targets, which is crazy to me. Because last week he had a down week. And I think he pops off this week, I think, 15, 16, 17 points for Mr. Pittman.
2: I like that. All right. Definitely coming off a bad week, though. Definitely, definitely.
3: Yeah. Bounce back week. Yeah, there it is. is. All right, I'll go into my start. Um, Dolphins running back, Devon A. Chain. <laughs> ride riding. You got to keep riding it. it. That's it. your guy. You got it. I mean, the last got three it. weeks, he's averaged over 100 rushing yards. Um, right. And, I mean, a bit skepticism. He Skepticism, he has four touchdowns in the last uh, two games. Um, so he might not be able to keep the same benchmark for touchdowns. Um, but he has been the goal linebacker. Um, I think he definitely relied on at least one touchdown. Uh, especially going against the Giants defense, they rank 25th in run defense.
0: Mm.
3: Um, mm. they read up, let up 134 rushing yards per game. Uh, and I see this as a very high scoring game for yeah. the Dolphins. And I can yeah. definitely see a chain getting 20 plus points this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I, like I like that. I like
0: that. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with start Jared Goff. Um, Ooh. so he's going against the Panthers at home. And I just want to point out a stat that I dug out since 2021. Goff averages about 15 points per game. Uh, Uh, on the road but he actually averages about 21 points per game at home so you know he's playing the Panthers at home the Panthers have a pretty they're pretty okay defense um but some things I'd like to point out about them is that they give up 25.5 points per game and that's number 25 in the league and also uh points per play they're ranked number 27 and they have the number 17 ranked red zone defense um but I think I don't know I think uh with that Goff I mean, he's a—he's proven himself to be a really good quarterback. He's uh, leading that Lions team. It's a, I think it's a really good offense. Um, I, I'd like to see him go in there uh, and torch the uh, Carolina Panthers next week. So I'm saying start Jared Goff if you're in need for quarterback help.
0: Like
1: that take? Uh, and then for mine, uh,
2: I want start Christian Watson.
0: Ooh.
2: This might be a little bit of a hot take as well. I mean, I might be a little biased as well too because he is on fantasy team, but. I think after that, he was on a limited snap count last week. He only saw four targets, two catches, but he did catch a touchdown, saved his week. He had 10 points. Mm. Wish I started him last week. Um, Still lost. I would have won if I started him. <laughs> You're good. Okay. Um, but I think that, that target share is definitely bound to go up. We're going to see a little bit of what we saw last year from him um, towards the end of the year where he was putting up 20, 25 points a game in those last four, five-week stretch, and uh, he saved a lot of people's fantasy teams last year. I think he could do it again, uh, coming off that hamstring. I think he's definitely going to emerge as the wide receiver one in Green Bay for yeah, Jordan like Love. That. That's
0: fair. I like that take. All right, All right let's go into some, some sits for the week. I've got I've got Miles Sanders against the Detroit Lions. Running back 24 on the season, and so a stat that really... Stood out to me, the Lions are the number one rush defense in the NFL, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me, allowing 60 yards, 60 rushing yards per game. Just wild. And Miles Sanders, it's really everything's going downhill for him. He's starting to lose his job for Tachuba Hubbard. Hubbard had 14 carries last week. Sanders had 13. And with those carries, Sanders has been ridiculously bad. He's 27th in the league in yards after contact. And I did not believe this stat at first. He has 2.9 yards per carry. That is 77th in the NFL. That's feeble. That is incredible. He is definitely touchdown dependent. He only has one game over 11 points, and that was when he scored a touchdown, I think. And he's playing the Lions. I think there's no chance that Carolina is winning this game and they need to run the ball. Mm. I think this is definitely a sit. Uh, yeah, I think just think Miles Sanders, feeble yeah. running back. I like that take. I've Panthers. never liked
1: Miles Sanders. I think uh, honestly the only reason he had an okay last or uh, okay year last year, good some would say, but because he's running behind
3: that Eagles' little line, yep. so you mm-hmm. see it with Swift, Gainwell, definitely anyone right. could run well behind it. Right. Well, not anyone means, but a bag of chips could. You're right. Really I mean, really for could. the sake of the argument. Yeah. Um, all right, going into my sit for the week. I'm gonna say uh, rookie running back Jameer Gibbs. You know, uh, a lot of fantasy owners, very high on him, drafting like fourth, third, fourth, fifth rounds this mm-hmm. year. Uh, and they've still been waiting on him to break out. But, I mean, David Montgomery, big week against Green oh. Bay. Um mm-hmm. Brennan, you started him,
0: right? He had 36 points here. line. He's your guy. Uh, oh, Monty, is, loaded up. Monty is definitely my guy, but I did not start him. Oh, you didn't start him. Oh, you him.
2: you let him sit on your bench. Oh, I, I didn't the, know I that. Said, okay. So like he had, had a him. career...
0: Oh, sorry. The team, okay. the team scored 157. Oh, but, okay, you didn't need so, him. Uh. Moving on from that,
3: though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still see him as the backup in Detroit for the next few weeks. Um, and, and along with that, too, Jameson Williams is coming back, which mm-hmm. I think will open up or will kind of... You'll see his receiving upside start to decline a little bit. Mm -hmm. He's going to be taken out of the passing game a little bit more. Um, And and on top of that, just like his rushing, he has really no rushing upside. Definitely. Um, He averages less than 10 carries per game. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I I don't see Jameer Gibbs having a good week this week against Carolina. I think if any running back on that team has a good week, it's obviously Monty. Right. Obviously
1: clearly uh getting into uh my sit and that it's actually max's too i believe yeah, it's so drake london very passionate about this one yeah uh i'm gonna say he's got 11 catches 126 yards in four games uh and then some stats i mean drake london had a 458 40 time at the combine but he only has three deep targets all season which is kind of crazy to me i mean you want him to be that kind of deep uh deep field threat, go go run under it, catch a 60-yard bomb, but he's just not doing that. And I think, honestly, Drake London had, I think, around 850, I want to say 866 yards last season. It's pretty good for a rookie wide receiver. Yeah. I just yeah. think it's Desmond Ritter. Definitely um, Ritter.
3: Uh-huh.
1: It's just, it's a run-first offense. We got Bijan and I just, I really don't like Drake London. I don't know if it's all about him, but I, I'm, I'm telling you guys to sit him. They're playing the Texans. They give up about 195 yards through the air. That's ranked number nine in the entire NFL. And opponent, uh, opponents average about 31 pass attempts per game. That's ranked number eight. So I just don't see the, the Falcons uh, running or, excuse me, passing the ball a lot this week, um, seeing that they are or as they are a uh, run first team. But uh, I'll let Max. Yeah, you know, to add on to that, um, so did
2: mention his year last year, and he has great natural ability. You saw it at USC, um, and he was he looked like the guy coming out of college for sure. Mm-hmm. He was definitely a big deep ball threat. But you know, their quarterback without a quarterback that has that deep threat accuracy, where he could throw that ball on a rope to a guy fifty, forty yards down the field, he can't he can't produce yeah. with that kind of quarterback. I think. Uh, If they get rid of Ritter, which, in my opinion, they should, um, he could emerge as a star-wide receiver once again. Uh, That goes along with Kyle Pitts, but right now, uh, this is going to sound crazy, but I think they're both borderline drops in fantasy. Oh, I I totally agree with that.
1: I mean, uh, maybe I'd hang on to Drake London just because he is such a toolsy-wide receiver and he's got a lot of upside. I mean, that's the same—you can make the same argument for Kyle Pitts, though, too. But I I definitely agree. I mean, Kyle Pitts has been in the league, what, three years now? Hasn't really done anything. aside. I mean, his rookie year, he— Received a thousand yards, but I mean, other than that, like just disappointing
2: fantasy yeah, owners. Just week, every year you draft him and he never does anything. Week. So,
0: yeah, I think it's a combo of Ritter and Arthur Smith. He is not a very dynamic no. head coach. No, no definitely he not. He's I mean, he loves Bijan, but that's that's well, it. How, how could you not? How could you not? Exactly. I mean, could that's, you that's, not? Yeah, yeah, no. Even even he can get in the way of his talent. But I mean, yeah, I mean, in fantasy, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, any really Falcons wide receiver, it's gonna be tough mm-hmm. to start them in that offense.
1: All right, well, I think it's so, time for my favorite segment.
0: Oh, everyone's favorite segment. Dots, locks. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Last We were coming off two weeks ago, 0-5 week, the Oof. reverse sweep. We came back 4-1 last wow. week. It's how you bounce back. It, yeah, yeah. It's
1: really how you bounce well, back. I said last week, it's not about how hard it is, how yeah, was we, it? we won't go back to that. I, I fumbled all my words, <laughs> yeah. but you're good.
0: So... <laughs> Four and one, four and one last week, and we were so close to five and zero. Oh. Chiefs under was at forty two and a half. They scored forty three uh, points. I hate to see it. Brutal. Could have been still dead a even on the Could air. have been the sweep. Lost a loss. Sweep. Could have been the sweep. But this week we come back. Looking to looking to have us over on the season. We're down two point two units this season. We're early in the year, and uh, it's time to make a profit this week. And we started off Jets plus two and a half. And this is based on the Ooh. the off season. <laughs> this is a game that the Jets have been looking forward to the entire year. Do you remember Sean Payton's comments earlier yeah. in the season? Yep. He trashed Nathaniel Hackett. Absolutely trashed them. You might have forgotten them. But the Jets have not. I think this is a must win game for the Jets. Coming off, a, I guess, moral victory to the Chiefs. You know, they held them close. Yeah. And. Is Zach Wilson competent? Last no. week, two hundred forty-five yards, two uh, touchdowns, stop. zero picks. I think it was just hey
2: man,
3: listen, I don't think he he's looks good,
0: good. I don't think he's a good starting quarterback, but I think he's he could be a decent backup, and could a decent backup pass well against this awful Broncos yes. defense?
3: I think so. You don't think uh, you don't think the Broncos will see it as sort of like a revenge game for them after like. It was just such an awful coach for them last season. They'll yeah, kind that's of true. I want to get back at them.
0: I think it's good logic. I mean, I, I, I like, like this. Tech, I like
3: this play. Dot. Yeah. I like it. I feel
0: like you know the Jets and they're getting two and a half. They're in Denver. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not even going to be about Zach Wilson. I think he has to make. I think he has to have twenty pass attempts all game. I think it's the Brees Hall show mm. in this game. Yeah. Broncos defense last in rushing yards per game. Last in rushing yards per play. I think they lean on Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. I think they win outright. But I'll take the two and a half. Next pick, we have got Patriots versus Saints under forty and a half. Oh, that's like, early that's in the a week, beautiful line. Early in the week, I was thinking, I was all over the Pats. I was thinking, I saw Pats minus one and a half, and I saw online everyone's like, "Oh my God, take the Saints." The Patriots are terrible; they're feeble. But I think, and I was you know gonna I was gonna say you know this classic Patriots home game, they're gonna win even though they shouldn't, but. The more and more this week goes on, Christian Gonzalez down for the year, Matthew Judon out for two months. And they traded for JC Jackson, but I feel like it's not going to make a major impact, but it will no. on the defensive side. Ca- and On the Saints side, Carr is playing injured, 127 yards and no TDs last game. And I think the biggest indicator of that was Alvin Kamara's usage. The, he got 14, 14 targets out of the backfields. And there's a reason Olave was so bad in fantasy, because Carr can't throw the ball. He's I think Carr's a decent player, but he's playing injured. He can't you can't play injured and score a bunch of points. Hmm. And one trend that I found since 2003, so when this is the farthest I could go back, when the Pats play out of conference, the under hits at a fifty-five percent rate. And since Tom Brady left in twenty twenty, the under hits at a sixty two point five percent rate. Wow. I think the under's a great play. Another another stat that I thought was interesting. Can either offense get to 21 points? They haven't yet this year. Mm. Neither team has Did reached 21 Eagles? points. 20. No. 20? Both okay. teams have only gotten to 20. Uh, both offenses rank in the bottom third in EPA per play. Expected points per play. Advanced stat. And both defenses rank top 12 in EPA per play. I think under forty and a half and a is a great line. I think I would take it at 36. I think this game ends 20 to 10 or 17 to 10. I've got the Patriots, yeah. Saints, under... The next pick, it's it's pretty gross. It's pretty disgusting. You're not gonna like it. Dots, Dots, here it so is. Weekly Every, gross pick. Here, here it here is. Here let's hear. This is the one that's it's gonna pretty lose gross, guys. guys. Don't bet on this. Definitely Don't bet gross. on this. Eh, the, the gross picks are one on one. Nah, you're good. Steelers <laughs> gross picks. It's no Steelers <laughs> plus four against the Ravens, and this is all about Mike Tomlin as an underdog. He's Oof. forty-nine, twenty-eight, and three against the spread as an underdog. 55% rate, he is incredible, and I think the most wild stat that I have found between the Ravens and the Steelers, really what the wild stat I've found on the podcast, they've met in the last 25 times that the Ravens and Steelers have played, what do you think the record is of the underdog against the spread, you know, probably 50-50, it's 22-3, and Wow. underdog against the spread, it's crazy, and I think it's not even about... Is Pickett active this week? Oh no, it's Trubisky. It's Trubisky, and I. honestly like, I like, like it. that better. I than like it, better it more. Than it. I like it 100 more. I think Trubisky won't be good, but I don't think he's making turnovers. I think right. this is a yeah. game where Najee Harris and Jalen Warren combine for 30 carries, and I think Trubisky all he has to do is not throw a pick, and mm-hmm. I think they cover. Because I think the Steelers defense is very underrated, and the Ravens offense I think is overrated. Mm-hmm. They have not put in a complete 60-minute performance. They put they scored 28 points last week against a great Browns defense but it wasn't complete. First half, they dropped 21. Second half, they have seven. I think that up and down will not bode the Ravens' favor. I think this game ends on a Justin Tucker field goal, to be honest. And I've got the Steelers plus four. Next pick, I've got the Jaguars plus five and a half in London. So the Bills hype train, it's, you know, I've got Josh Allen and Diggs in my fantasy team. I love them, but this happens every year. The September champs. And they're going to slowly decline, as usual. He's a roller coaster quarterback. Mm. He really is. Jaguars, they've been in London for 10 days. They've been acclimated to the time switch. Mm -hmm. They're used to it. This is a de facto home game for the Jaguars. Um, I think that this is a great sell-high spot. I think the Bills, I don't think they're going to drop that many points. Jaguars' defense has been very much improving since that Texans game. And I think this is a game where... The Bills' defense doesn't get exposed, but I think they move the ball. I think Calvin Ridley gets a lot of catches. I think they get the offense moving, and I think the Jaguars win outright. And getting five and a half, I'll take it. Next pick, I've got Cowboys versus the 49ers under 45. So I was really wanted to pick a side in this game. I wanted to go Cowboys very badly because I think this game, I'm calling a Brock Purdy pumpkin game. I think he finally falls off. A bit. Shot. I think he throws a couple picks Because I, I personally I'm a bit of a Brock Purdy I don't think he's that good I think it's all the system I
2: don't think he has to be good and
0: what? That's the issue I don't think he has to be good So that's why I'm taking the under I think these teams are even I think the Cowboys defense Will quell the Niners offense But I also think the Niners defense Will quell the Cowboys offense Quell Quell A bit of a wordsmith Not as much as can But a bit of a wordsmith Dictionary dot I think, Dictionary um, dot I think these two defenses are going to come to play. And I think this is a very, this is a gritty game. I think it's 2017. Along with this, this game is on primetime. Mm-hmm. And I had a primetime under in my last picks a couple weeks ago. I had the Chiefs, Chiefs Jets, you know, lost by a point. They're 10-4 and 4 on the year. 71.4%. And it's not an outlier. Last year they were 61%. I think it's a great bet. Since 2017, as a away dog... Dallas has been under, went under in 57% of its games. I think this game, 2017, 24-10, something like that. I've got the under, and the All Cowboys, right. and the Niners. All right. All right, so final segment. We got the pod lay,
1: all right. Here we here
2: go. Goes. I've
0: been waiting all week for this oh, one. I sold the exactly. last week and now I,
1: I, I'm thirsty. I, I need So's it. Always he it. The lays. That's, so, yeah, so is always so it. Sold the last the, uh, Monday
0: did. night lay. Yeah, I didn't sell the Monday night lay, but Enzo sold last week. Yeah. I had the Vikings that over was Kev Kev never hitting. had the
3: over. Who hasn't sold a pod lay yet? You or who? Ale- yeah, just you. just Kev. Kev. Hey, Kev. It
0: advanced better. Maybe Kev's locks. Kev, let's see. Kev's pick. All right, I'll
3: start it off. I'm riding Washington again, minus six against Chicago this week. Um, they're two and one against the spread in their last game, uh, the last three games. Chicago 0 and three. Again, I, I talked about this earlier. Washington coming off a great game against Philly. Um, even that loss, still, that they have a ton of momentum coming into this game. I think Chicago is they've lost all momentum they had last week after choking that game away to Denver. I, I think they're just an absolute shambles right now. I don't know what to think. I think this is all Washington, all game. Um, and I, I think they're just going to play tough defense, um, and I, I see them easily winning by a touchdown, maybe even 10 points.
0: What was the line on that, Kev? Minus six. Ooh,
3: wow, yeah, that's a good line. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: yeah. I'll I see like
1: you. that a lot. Um, so I just, I just want to throw this one out here for the pod play. I really love it. Cards plus three. Oh, I'm right with you. Yeah. I'm right yep. with you. Because what do we know about the Cincinnati Bengals? <laughs> joke artists they suck definitely plain and simple they're done I hate them I have Lamar chase burrows hurt it's time to change something they're done I mean Tennessee just beat them up 27 to 3 so if you don't think the cards and my guy Josh Dobbs can't go out there on Sunday and and stick it to them then I don't know what what you're thinking because cards plus three is my lock of the week love that like that like that pick um
2: I'm gonna go against my hometown boys oh uh, sad as it is, I'm going to take the Dolphins minus 11. A big number, big number, big number. Yeah, but you know, Daniel Jones has about 0. 0.3 seconds in the pocket before he, he gets pressured. Yeah. So yeah. the Giants
3: covered this week on the check? The Giants are
2: 0 4 against the spread yeah, so this season. This, this I think no, they you know continue this trend. They're not going to, they're, the they're, so. they're, they're zero points in the first half.
1: No, zero touchdowns. Zero
2: touchdowns in the first half. Only team to not score a touchdown in the first Correct. half this season. Which is just ridiculous. I mean, like, come on, dude.
3: You got to get better than That's gotta that. It's got to
2: be a fake. So wild. That, uh, it's not fake. It's I wish it was. I would have seen the touchdown, and <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. So I think that the Miami defense reaps havoc on Daniel Jones maybe six to eight sacks this week oh, with Whoa. no Andrew Thomas, no John Michael Schmitz. Oh, I, the receivers can't, they're getting open. They don't have time to get open. Not at all. So it's not on Daniel Jones, but. I'm taking the Dolphins and the powerhouse offense that they have against the Giants, 11 points. If you could get a teaser, get a teaser. Mm.
0: There was a a fun stat that I saw on the Giants. I'm pretty sure if you take out the second half against the Cardinals, they've been outscored by 99 points during the rest of their games. Just incredible. And, you know, my pod lay, I originally had the Cardinals plus 3. I think it's a great bet. I think Bengals totally cooked. But I'm going to go with the Panthers-Lions-under. Lions are minus nine and a half favorites. And I feel like that both, defense are, both defenses are underrated. I think that Lions get out to a decent lead. like I think maybe 20 to 10. And it stays that way until maybe one of the teams scores a touchdown. But I think 45, too many points. And yeah, all right. So the pod lay, three cap. We have Washington minus six. Cardinals plus three. Dolphins minus 11.
2: Yeah, but tease it if you can.
3: Definitely tease it. And the a ten dollar bet wins ninety seven dollars. so about plus that's nine. That's pretty profitable. Plus a thousand odds.
0: It's free money right that's there. It's all because of that Cardinals plus three baby. <laughs> Took me good. in. Love that. All right. Well, it's a final little final word. We have our uh, message. Yeah. A little disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer about betting on the pod. While we explore the data and analytics behind sports and our discussions on sports betting on sports betting are for informational and entertainment purposes only always gamble responsibly and within the law of your jurisdiction any betting decisions you make are solely your responsibility
1: all
2: right all right
0: right, we'll see see you you guys next next one thank you guys for having me of course
1: max anytime max anytime all right take it out yeah take it out you're good sweet all right